It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. The search for the first victory of the season for the San Jose Sharks continues in South Florida as we are at Amaranth Bank Arena in Sunrise for the first meeting of the season between the San Jose Sharks and the Florida Panthers. The Sharks opened up their road trip with a tough loss in Nashville where some things went right again, but in the final analysis, not enough did, and the Predators found a way to earn a victory. With that in mind, head coach David Quinn put the team through its paces in a one-hour and 12-minute practice session yesterday in which they went over a lot of things defensively. Now, that might be a little counterintuitive to some, given the fact that the Sharks are getting outshot by 77 chances by the opposition, and they've scored one goal in four of their first five games. However, Quinn says that it's great defense that's going to give the Sharks the chance on the other end of the rink. I'm sure people are looking at our lack of offense, but one of the things that has slipped is our D-zone play and our commitment to defense. And you know, if we're going to have a chance to be successful, which we do, we've got to make sure we're structurally sound defensively. And sometimes you can get caught up in forcing offense because you're not scoring. And the funny thing about goal scoring can be cyclical regardless of any situation. And you know, there are things that we I thought got better at as the game went on the other night. I thought we did a much better job of. Uh, spreading things out a little bit offensively, being around the puck when we needed to be, and moving pucks quicker, and you know there was a little bit more uh, tempo to our game offensively, even though we didn't get rewarded. But the thing that it's not an either or. It's not like okay, we're going to be a little bit better offensively and pay attention to certain details in the ozone and abdicate what we're supposed to do defensively. It's not an either or proposition. You got to do both. And I thought we had kind of gotten a little bit away from, you know, our structure defensively. And, you know, even Colorado had 51 shots. But the thing that you feel good about when you're watching the game is they were all contested. There was someone in their jersey. You know, it, you know, it was a guy like McKinnon maybe getting some separation because he's a special player or one of their other guys that are special players. But it wasn't because we were in the wrong spot for the most part or not being committed to doing the right thing. Whereas I think that kind of crept in the other night and we have to stop it before, you know, we get – we got to get back to doing what we've been doing. There was also some talk about the incident in the Predators game involving first Roman Yossi running into Mackenzie Blackwood and then Philip Forsberg falling on him without enough response. Tomas Hurdle was certainly demonstrative about that after the game, and David Quinn went into it after practice yesterday. You know, the one thing I will say is up to that point, we've done a pretty good job, as we've touched on, yeah. of, you know, coming to each other's defense and supporting each other. I think that was unique circumstances. Uh, and, you know, I know you talked to Benny about it, yeah. and if there's a guy I'd more so that I'd want to go to war with and is going to stand up for his teammates more than Matt Benning, I'd like you to find him. I mean, you know, I, again, it was a unique, it was a, I think it's a one-off for a lot of reasons. And uh, that, to me, that's not, you know, this isn't a continued problem, but it was a one-off. 
There's a lot of familiarity on both sides of the ice due to a trade that was made over the summer and a couple of different personnel decisions by the general managers on both sides. Anthony Duclair, who scored 31 goals here a couple of years ago, was a popular figure in the Panthers' dressing room and also with the fans in the building. He talked about returning to the rink today and getting ready for tonight's game. You know, it's going to be special, um, for sure. I mean, um, it's not my first time getting traded either, so, but uh, like I said, I just uh, want to approach this game just like any other, but, um, you know, it's going to be, you know, pretty cool, especially, you know, obviously with the run we had last year, it's probably, um, you know, very emotional, and, um, you know, there's just so much that went into it, and, um, you know, those kinds of runs, you, um, you know, you build, you know, relationships for a lifetime, and, um, you know, um, you know, still connect with those guys, you know, um, here and there, and, um, you know, it's just going to be cool to, you know, see those guys again for sure. Mm-hmm. Duclair says that he felt that he grew a lot as a player with the Panthers, and he talked about that a bit. Yeah, just the opportunity I got to play with some unbelievable players. I mean, uh, you know, notably guys like uh, Barkov, you know, who's, you know, arguably one of the best, you know, defensive forwards in the game. And just the opportunity to, you know, learn from him and, you know, be with him, you know, guys like that, you know, Huberto, Bennett, Kachuk, you know, guys that, you know, make an impact, you know, game in and game out. You know, you learn from guys like that, even though, you know, you're kind of the same age. And, you know, you just try to bring that mentality, you know, wherever you go. And, you know, again, I'm just looking forward to competing. Those guys again. Sharks coach David Quinn talks about what Duclair adds to the lineup. Well, listen, he's a great personality. You know, he gives us life and energy. He can really skate. He's gotten better and better. You know, I think when you get in a new environment, there's a little bit of a feeling out process. And, you know, I think you're starting to see his speed more consistently. But again, he is a guy that, you know, kind of galvanizes your locker room and guys are drawn to him. He's a real good guy and a good personality. And, you know, we were excited to get him and we're excited to have him. But it isn't only one ex-Panther that's providing value to the Sharks this year. Giovanni Smith is also on the roster. And Panthers coach Paul Maurice says that both Smith and Duclair will provide a lot of value to San Jose this year. Uh, Well, they can both skate different ends of the spectrum in terms of what they bring to the table. And uh, Smitty's a tough kid and willing to go to the front of the net. And he, he doesn't make a lot of positional mistakes. He actually knows the game pretty well. Big man. We liked him an awful lot. Duke is... Uh, a personality here. He's a, a bit of a phenomenon here. He, he's got this huge smile and this huge heart. So the non-hockey part of it is he just draws people to him and he does a tremendous amount of work in the community because that's just his personality. That's who he is. He reaches out to people. He makes it. You, you talk to Duke and within five minutes you're just smiling because he is. You can't figure out why you leave the conversation but you're in a great mood. The hockey player is really interesting. I mean, he's a powerful man that can skate, and he can get it off his stick as well as anybody. I think he's had an unusual career. I mean, he fit here for sure. He fit everything other than the salary cap for our team, so that's that's that we understand. Um, but I think you're going to love him. But one of those guys that's important to an organization because he will – be an exciting player to cheer for so you can put his name on the back of your sweater when you buy a Sharks jersey and you get to come to the rink and have fun. But he's also going to be involved in your community to a level that you'll feel he's part of you. He'll, he'll become that very quickly because that's certainly what he was here. Both locker rooms have more than just those familiarities. Stephen Lawrence was a popular player in San Jose last year before being traded in the Duclair deal over the summer. Lawrence says he's glad to see old friends, even though there aren't any friends when you're on the ice in a game. 
Yeah, um, like you said, I'm going to miss it uh, a lot. I, I made memories and met a lot of people there that uh, I'll cherish for, for the rest of my career and the rest of my life. So it's definitely great to see all you guys and some familiar faces, uh, catching up with some of the guys in the team as well. But, uh, you know, tonight's business as usual, and um, we got a game to play, and we got to come out ready to play. Of all the Sharks, who is Stephen Lawrence looking forward the most to skating against? Uh, every guy. Um, like I said, I, all those guys, you know, we, we did have uh, our struggles last season, but uh, at the same time, um, we, we all went through it together. And, you know, there wasn't one bad guy on that team last year. So um, winning and losing, it doesn't matter what's going on. If you're doing it as a team and every guy's kind of on the same page, and it, it makes those tough times a little bit easier. So um, it's just going to be nice to go out and compete against, uh, you know, guys like Matt Benning and stuff who, who I – you know, didn't like prior to last season, but uh, we're good friends now, so um, I'm looking forward to meeting him in the corner at some point tonight. Benning is also looking forward to competing against his good friend Stephen Lawrence tonight. Yeah, I mean, he's a you know, well-liked guy, I think, in this locker room, and, uh, you know, guy that uh, brought it every night and, um, you know, good, good friend for a lot of us, but... You know, not on our team anymore, so, uh, you know, I'll be finding him in the corner tonight and we're going to, you know, have a good battle. It's just how it is. One thing that Matt Benning talked about is the need to improve the defensive play and the Sharks' ability and confidence in breaking out. For the most part, our, you know, our D-zone structure has been really good and I think it's more just so, you know, closing quick and, and uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, making plays, you know, trusting our abilities. I think that, you know, it's easy to get run around and then you throw pucks and then you're chasing and it's just, it turns into a cycle where, you know, I think that there was spurts in, in the last couple of games where we, you know, hold on the pucks, make the right play. I think there's a time and time and a place for, you know, every, in, in every situation, you need to either make a play or go off the glass. And I think that, you know, we're looking to, uh, you know, make better decisions on uh, when the right time is to make a play versus, you know, just to get it out. Forward Luke Cunnan also thinks that getting the house in order defensively is going to make things happen better in the other end of the rink. Playing fast and, and moving pucks and, you know, everyone being on the same page in the D zone so we can, you know, hold pucks and, and skate them through the neutral zone and have more possession, you know, through all three zones. I think that's a big, big thing. Um, usually leads to more offensive chances. Full coverage of the Sharks and the Panthers starts at 4 o'clock Pacific time. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.